Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how Christians can and should participate in the righteous supernatural. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're going to talk about the supernatural experience of reading the Word of God. You know, truly, the reason why we're watching this, the reason why we're here, is because we believe that unlike any other book or teaching or philosophy, this book is worth laying our roots in. It is worthy of being our only foundation. And that's because unlike any other book, it doesn't have natural origins. It is greater than anything nature has to offer. And when we're reading this text or hearing this text, we are in fact participating in the righteous supernatural. The Spirit, through his inspiration of this book, intended that it and our reading of it would be an indispensable means by which we can have true eternal freedom. Nothing natural can offer that. No words written by ordinary offers can offer life. They might have some and offer some bits of wisdom, uh, offer a new perspective, but only the word of God can open our eyes and our hearts to the glory of God and transform us into his sanctified children. Only the Bible can do that. And because this book doesn't have natural origins, the act of reading it is a supernatural experience too. God intends for us to read his word in a way that is fundamentally different from anything else we do. Now, to be clear, Bible reading is also in some ways a natural thing. God ensured that his book was written in a way his mortal creation can understand. And so just like when we translate or read or comprehend other texts, some of those same skills apply. But Bible reading, it goes far beyond our natural comprehension. Every encounter with this book, even while we're using our, our limited and our natural abilities, it's all brushing up against God himself. And so to truly understand this book, we can't simply rely on our natural ability, but on a supernatural ability provided by God. You know, the Bible gives us two clear reasons why this is imperative. First, there is a war waged against us from the outside by Satan. And second, there is a war waged against us from the inside by sin. And between Satan and sin, it is impossible for us to understand God's will without supernatural guidance. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 that although he spoke the truth simply and plainly, for some, they still couldn't understand it. He writes in verse 3, And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers as they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. The God of this age that, that Paul's referring to here is Satan, and he is alive. He's actively working to keep people away from Jesus. You know, the truth is available to everyone. It's right here in this book. But the God of this age wants to make sure that you never learn it. Jesus said that by him, we could know the truth and the truth will set us free. And that is the last thing that Satan wants for us. He does not want us to be free from his grip. And now Satan, though, he's not attempting to stop all Bible reading. He's not attempting to steal the book out of our hands. In fact, I think there's some Bible reading that, that Satan encourages. Bible reading that is just trying to gather 
facts or prepare for doctrinal arguments or, or study history. Satan's fine with that. That's exactly what he did to try to tempt Jesus in the wilderness. He'd be fine with us doing that. But reading with the intent to know God and to serve him, he loathes that. And he will do anything in his power to stop us from that. And that's why we need the strength of God to fruitfully read the Bible. So Satan will try to obscure God's word from the outside. But within, sin is also tempting us to ignore the call of the gospel. You know, Paul starts off his letter to the Romans with a sobering reminder of how many people simply choose to reject Christ. He writes in verse 18, The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness, since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power, his divine nature— have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. It's not just Satan that's trying to blind us to God's word. Our sinful desires, they do it too. You know, these people in this letter knew the plain and simple truth. God gave it to them. But their wickedness, their sin, suppressed it from being understood. Verse 25 says that they traded in truth for a lie and served and worshiped creation instead of the creator. And Satan jumps on this too. You know, just like in a war of nations, a, a good strategic mind knows that if you can exploit internal divisions, you can weaken an enemy without the risks of a fight. And Satan does that in our spiritual war, he knows that we can become our own worst enemy. And he tempts us with sin that we're just looking for an excuse to indulge in. You know, this, of course, it's not new. It's been the case from the beginning. When the serpent tempts Eve, he just tells her to reject the plain and simple truth that if she ate from the fruit of the tree, she would die. He said, that's not exactly what God meant. That's not what he really meant. It'll be fine. And Eve pressed from the outside with Satan and the inside from her own sinful desires caved. You know, those are tough odds to beat. But that doesn't mean that the stakes are any lower. God says that we are truly without excuse if we don't accept the truth because it's plain and simply presented to us. And that's why we need help that goes beyond our natural ability. So how do we use God's supernatural assistance to understand the truth that this book contains. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 22 tells us you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. To be a Christian we cannot continue to rely on who we used to be. We can't rely on our natural abilities any longer because they're corrupted by deceitful desires. To know and obey God's word, it goes beyond just reading comprehension and study skills. We need something more than that than what we can offer ourselves naturally. We must be made new in the attitude of our minds. Our minds have to be made like God, holy 
and righteous. Until, as Romans 12 puts it, we are transformed by the renewing of our mind, we won't be able to understand who God wants us to be. And I think that's one of the reasons God didn't just give us a, a philosophy or a law textbook. In some regards, that would have made things easier. He, he could have just given us a rule for any situation that we could possibly encounter. It would have taken a library larger than anything we can comprehend, but God could have done it. He could have spent his time giving a philosophical description of the world he created. And of course, the Bible does contain law and philosophy. But far more than that, the Bible is a story of transformed lives. In nearly every page of the Bible, God is telling us about a person who was stuck in the same battle we are, between Satan and sin. And then he tells us how through the power those people were able to overcome the incredible obstacles they face. Time after time, we don't see thou shalt and thou shalt not, but stories of redemption and transformation for those willing to put their trust in God. I think that's because God knew that if we just had a history book or a science book or a philosophy or law textbook, that we would never be able to win this war. You know, just knowing the facts was never going to be enough. And so God gave us this supernatural guide that is all about total transformation. To understand the truth so that it can set us free, we need to participate in the righteous supernatural. We need to allow God to transform us so that we can see his will for our lives. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday so that you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.